Jesus died for somebody's sins, but not mine. Milton's hot thieves wild cord of my sleeve, thick heart stone. My sins, my own, they belong to me. Hello, hello, all queerdos out there, and welcome everybody to this new episode of Gloria Queer Stories. So we are in the middle of this project, halfway in this glorious journey, and the first five episodes of this um, podcast, they were more focused on the inside, it was more like an introspective perspective of uh, people's life. Um, more like uh, we were talking about comedy, identity, uniqueness, sexuality. And now this next five episodes of this project of the podcast, we're going to talk about our relationship with the world and also like the stimulations, how we express ourselves to the world. And today the title of this beautiful episode is Follow Your Heart, But Make It in Fashion. So we're going to talk about self-expression and how we express our identity and our story to the world. And for this special occasion, I have my friend, my good friend, Jamal. Hello, hello. How Hi. Are you? Thank you for having me. Thank you for saying yes. How are you? I'm very good. A little bit um, happy, let's say. <laughs> <laughs> Having a good night. Tipsy. Yeah. Both of us. Yeah. I mean, we're still, <laughs> let's say, summer ha still haven't end. Of hasn't course. End. Yes. Endless summer. Yeah. And also, <laughs> humidity levels are so high that we need to hydrate. So let's say we're very well hydrated tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so my friend Jamal, he's from um, Lebanese. Lebanese? No, Lebanon. I am, uh, I was born in Beirut. I uh -huh. grew up in Lebanon till the age of... 18, 19, and then I moved to France. So I'm, I consider myself half Lebanese, half French. A citizen of the world. A citizen of the world, yes, but as an identity, I have my days. Sometimes I become very Middle Eastern, and other days I become a picky, nasty French guy. But yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm between there and a bit of Spanish because I live in Barcelona now. Spain or Catalan? Catalonia. Very good question. I think in the beginning I was feeling, I was like, what is this thing? Because for me, it was like Spain. For me, I'm like, Spain is Spain. But now with the time, I'm starting to realize that, yes, there is Catalonia within Spain. But I consider myself living in Catalonia, part of Spain. Ooh. <laughs> so we, as I said before, we're going to talk about self-expression, fashion, but like identity. Because Jamal, he's working in fashion for how long? Um, I was born into fashion, I think, but uh -huh. um, officially, <laughs> I think, um, let's say five years. No, more. I mean, I want... I said I was born into fashion. I'm uh -huh. 30 years old, and I think I've been working in fashion for the last at least 25 or 30 years. But when did you start, like, playing... Not playing, like, um, when did you start discovering your... Um, Myself, fashion? yeah. Well, Creativity in general, 
like creating. I'm, I'm not. I, yeah, I'm not creative. I think I. I, you, I, I think I, you are. I have good taste. Let's let's put, <laughs> it, let's put it that way. Um, I had a grandma who was very fancy, who was who loved fashion, uh-huh. and I grew up with her. Uh, it was Beirut during the war time, and I had a grandmother who never entered a shop. She always had her. Um, we say in Spanish modista. I don't know how si, you say it. Si, like si. The, the lady that makes her dresses. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. And so we were always hanging out, hanging. I always had magazines, fashion magazines at home and looking at models and styles and colors and different fabrics. And I was 10 years old by then. Yeah. So how was your childhood back in Beirut? Um, it was a mixture of war, of um, moments of fear, a um, lot of glam, glam as glamorous. Um, and um, but I have nice souvenirs like I, I had a beautiful childhood I think I think my parents did their best and why fear? fear because it was war time uh-huh. it was war time and um, moments of uncertainty and uh, yeah, being like... gay and all of that bullshit happening in your head and you're like War from one side, being gay from the other side, in the Muslim community from the other. <laughs> it was just a lot to handle, but it was okay. It was. It, I had a good childhood. But uh, as a kid, did you were you uh, like aware of the war? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah because you the war the... was was there. Uh-huh. It was in the streets. The bombs were there. Because the fire I haven't was there. experienced this, and I'm like. No, no, no. It was you... a civil war. I mean, we had. I was born in the middle of the civil war, so. Uh-huh. Neighbors were killing each other, so we had blood in the streets, sorry to say that. And then mm-hmm. we had the external war with our southern neighbor, and so it, we had war. Yeah, it was war all the time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Different kinds of war, but uh, I mean, Lebanon is geographically in a very delicate uh, position, mm-hmm. and also. I think our history and our politics are not very simple. Let's put it that way. How was your childhood? Like, uh, what we were playing at? Like, creativity. Where this all this creativity is coming from? Of course, of course, from your grandma. But also, I'm like curious, how you express this? When did you realize that you were like a? So we had uh, actually we had an, our neighbor because my parents' house. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still remember her. I love her so much. Um, her name is Arwa, and she was a she was an interior designer. She was an interior architect. She did her studies in Paris, mm-hmm. and she was also a painter. Yeah. And I remember spending many of my weekends, afternoons, some of my week, some of my Saturday afternoons um, was maybe also around ten, eleven, twelve years old in her atelier because her atelier was in her apartment mm-hmm. and I've seen art I've seen beauty I've seen uh, creativity I've seen moods I've seen personality and character uh, from a young age mm-hmm. creativity you're born with it I mean it's not something that you would acquire I think something something more that you develop and I think I had the But- right elements But do you, I mean, you, you have the elements to observe, but do you have like also like the passion to create something from start? Like, um, 
I think more of a passion to create. I have a passion to inspire. Uh-huh. Um, when I get inspired, I like to transmit it. And uh-huh. I transmit it in different ways. So in my power. case, uh, yeah, well, let, yeah, maybe, maybe. He's a superhero. <laughs> so my way of transmitting it is through fashion because mm-hmm. I love, I've always been attracted to fashion. Mm, I don't know how to put this. Because I, I've, I, for example, I thought I was a fashion designer at, uh, at early age, at an early stage. Um, so I went through the whole procedure of studying fashion and creation. So this whole phase of doing the, the brainstorming and um, the mood board, the, cre- the moment of creating a mood board to set up a collection is one of those most exciting moments that I experienced while I was doing the fashion school. But what I love mostly is what I learned is that we as humans, Mm -hmm. we don't need somebody to tell us how to dress. We need somebody to tell us how do we feel and through this feeling how to dress. I don't know if I'm making any more any sense. Am I? You are totally doing it. Yeah, yeah the, the idea of this episode, why I'm bringing this subject to this project is because um, I feel like fashion or personal image and also self-expression in general is how we express our identity or a story to the world. Sometimes we are aware of it, sometimes we are not. Um, in my case, for a long, long, long time, I wasn't aware of my, like, my presence, like my hate. Uh, so I didn't pay much attention to the clothes that I was wearing, but this, this didn't mean that I, I was, I mean, of course I have like a presence. Um, so the question is, uh, how, I mean, or when did it started or how do you, it started to be like aware of your, the idea of your persona, like you are yourself, you're gonna, because of course this is also connected to your own sexuality. I don't know if you deal with your sexuality feeling attracted to men or not because in my case I feel like um okay I'm gonna explain my case I already explained before in a previous episode but during my adolescence because I didn't accept myself being gay and feeling attracted to men I didn't want to embrace any kind of femininity even if I have of course femininity inside of me not only because because I am gay I think everybody have like masculinity and femininity inside but I was trying to avoid any kind of femininity. I was creating this persona, uh, wearing the same clothes that my older brothers, and I pretend to be someone that I did I wasn't at all, like the hairstyle, the clothes, the way I talk, uh, the accent, everything, and I wasn't comfortable at all until I finally come out, and then after this happened. Um, my mom is calling this area like uh, loca, queer, I don't know exact word. To yeah, you loca. just became a, an extravagant uh, human yeah, being. And, and this is totally fine because this is your personality. First of all, I love Dick and um, I am totally... Uh, do you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <gasps> Get the fuck out of my... In front of me. Uh, uh, I don't want to... <laughs> um, so... How was in your case? 
how do you deal with the, the idea of masculinity and femininity more than sexuality? So I, ha I, uh, we, I think all of us as a queer person and mostly boys attracted to boys, let's put it that way, men attracted to men, in, we, we, were, we had a lot of femininity at a certain point. We got bullied for this femininity at a certain point. And then came the third point where we wanted to reject this femininity and try to become as masculine as possible. And then we entered in the gay community, in the queer community. And then here you had like different options. You could be mask for mask, queer for queer, whatever, forever, diva, queen, uh, so many names. I don't, I can't But you didn't have any, na this, any names when you no, were No, but I did have my phase where I wanted to look, I wanted to be very masculine and I wanted to put my femininity. During your adolescence. No, this was a few years ago, actually. Not that much. Not, not, no, I'm, not, I'm asking, like, how was your evolution since the beginning? So, the, for, for, okay. So, so there was this phase where I wanted to be very masculine between brackets. When I say masculine, it's what the hetero yeah. um, society male version of yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, this is, this is, let's put it that way. But I, had, I was so lucky because in Beirut, in the late nine early 2000s oh my god that's i'm not very young um, <laughs> <laughs> um i wore very very daring clothes in the city that was between brackets again conservative because beirut is not really conservative beirut has different scenes mm -hmm. i wear donu i don't know how you say it in donu is like when you have your back open i wore um, be, uh, beaded tops. I wore leather. I wore really. Yes, what, I what had my. I was seventeen, sixteen. Wow. Yes, Ooh. yeah. I I got. I put makeup on. We really? were like, for example, what we see today, the fashion today. We already had it like fifteen years ago. Yeah, everything is coming back. But yeah. can I ask you which were your refer references at the moment, or you just express? Never yourself? ever have the reference Any? ever. It no, was just something intuitive. No. It was always genuinely. never. I never. I mean, of course, I had beauty standards like mm -hmm. people, uh, uh, celebrities that say I looked up for, but I never, never. I was always listening to myself. Uh huh. That's always beautiful. Oh, and getting inspired. Of course, we're always getting inspired. Like mm -hmm. you see someone in the street, you see uh, a friend. Uh, a friend of the family you see somebody in the restaurant you see a lady on a billboard you see somebody in the magazine and then you get inspired to create your own style but you didn't have any moment in your life when you were like repressing yourself like your femininity or your identity you di you didn't have to hide yourself i did have to mm, i don't i don't i'm not sure if i had to hide because i think they were phases natural phases i was going through yeah so at school, mm -hmm. I didn't feel I had to wear a dress. So I wasn't, I didn't have to show my femininity. My femininity didn't come. My femininity came later when I finished school and I started to become a young adult. So that's when I was like, okay, let's, let's bring it up. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Yeah, of course it makes sense. I just feel like uh, every time that I hear of somebody of someone that who during their adolescence they don't have to deal with this 
thing of masculinity or femininity the way of they of course i had to deal with it i mean of course i had to deal with it i, uh -huh. I had to deal, but it wasn't traumatiz traumatizing okay in the sense that my mom let me play with barbies my mom took mm -hmm. me every saturday to buy a dress for yeah, barbie my mom let me wear her heels my mom painted mm -hmm. took me to the beauty salon i was eight years old and painted my whole nails in different colors now everybody's painting their nails I, I, now nail art is becoming fashionable within queer society you could, you could do it in beirut yeah. but you couldn't do it in sevilla but, no, no, I was they think your mom the, my yeah. mom took yeah. me you know what i mean Which is so when when your mother take you to paint your nails mm -hmm. when you're eight yeah you are totally fine Yeah, 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 absolutely, of course. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't my case at all. Yeah. And then when I started to explore my identity, I I just um, dye my hair into blonde, and then I was taking my mom's clothes from her wardrobe, and also I was just like playing and being like so sissy. She was like, "Jaime, what are you doing? You look so, you know what you do? How are you looking?" I was like, "What? Say the word!" But she never said the word because she didn't she was afraid to express it and it took like two years until we finally have the conversation but but are you angry at her i'm not angry i understand her because of her background she's coming from a very catholic conservative background so now i understand this for me this was like um of course uh it I have some insecurities listening, not, not finding like support from her. But at the same time, because I was coming from this revolution, like, okay, I finally accepting that I like men and also I am, the, I, am the, um, I mean, I don't think sexuality is connected to the expression of the identity, how you want to express your femininity or masculinity. But at the moment in my head was like, if I am gay, I have to be like super flamboyant. I need to be colorful. Now I don't think, I think this is a cliche, but at the moment for me, it was a need. I needed to express myself. I needed to bring all these colors. I need to be so fucking gay because I, I was repressing myself. No one was repressing me. I was the one repressing myself. And sometimes I even still repressing myself, but um, because I spent like three years blocking this. Um, yes. Um, It was really important to me express um, how I felt felt in the moment to the world. Then after this happened, when I got into uni university times, when I was like around 18, I stopped for a while and I was more. What do you mean when you stopped, you became more discreet from from a fashion perspective? You mean? Yeah, I, I think I uh, was more like okay, I already said what I needed to say. Okay, so it so your personality is evolving and yeah. your your style is evolving with your personality yes thank you for bringing this important message yeah I'm, I'm, i think in my case in your case and i would say everybody's cases like um, personality and personal self-expression is connected so depending of your mood depending on where you are you express one image or a different one so when i was more relaxed um okay I, i'm gonna I already mm, expressed somehow, I exploded. Now I'm gonna take it easy and I'm gonna get along with my family. So also my image was more easy. I was more like gray, beige, um, 
Yeah. But because you felt like being gray and beige or because you have to be gray and beige? What's I think it was a mix. I think maybe because inside uh, I felt like I, I don't want to be that notorious right now. And also at the same time because I didn't want to get more comments from my mom. I wanted to get along with her. So I didn't. So your mom is against you wearing fuchsia? At the moment, yes. Okay. I have some fuchsia pants and also like mm, green, like. What's it? Emerald green? No, pero verde como del mar. Serenita. Okay. I feel like area. I was like living my best gay Disneyland Paris fantasy and I was so happy. But then I, I stopped. I repressed this. And well, this was my evolution. So I think everybody have like different moments of their lives living different self-expressions. Some places. people, for example, about if I define my, I don't have a style in the sense that every day depends how I, f I do have a very specific style. Sorry. Um, I have, I, I, for me, it's very important to be comfortable. Mm -hmm. I need to be able to move in my clothes. I need to look sexy because that's another point where I'm, uh, that I want to stress on that sometimes sexuality that is very much, Depends on the cases, but sexuality is very much related to how you look and how you feel and how you want to express yourself. And of course, depends on the moment and where you are and what you're doing. Um, for example, sometimes I do feel like I need to look sexy and for myself, not to just because I like to look sexy. I am yeah. a very sexual person and this vibe need to be transmitted in a way or another. Um, could be with putting black eyeliner in my eyes or it could be by wearing I don't know maybe a pair of leather pants mm -hmm. so this the style the way it, this the way the style evolves some people for example let's let's take your your example you had a flamboyant phase and now you're going through a quiet phase but this is totally fine because mm -hmm. you might become flamboyant again and then go down and then go up and then one day you're gray one day you're yellow one day you're green one day you're black one day you want to be noticed one day you want to be discreet one day you want to be invisible one day you feel super comfortable sometimes i go out in the street and i'm i go out with my pajamas literally what i was sleeping <laughs> with no it happens it does i just put a diamond ring <laughs> i love it yeah i just add a diamond ring on my fashion. finger and and i wear i don't know i have a nice pair of pink nikes with high yellow socks i'm okay. ready I, and i'm wearing my pajama and i'm just gave this thing to the look that made it fashionable i love it yeah fashion is a great way to express every day your different moods or personalities i don't know maybe tomorrow i'm gonna wake up but i don't feel like super happy maybe not 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 sad like okay maybe tomorrow i'm gonna wake up and I want to look, I, I want to wear like black clothes because I want to feel more like uh, powerful, but also introvert. I want, I don't know, some whatever. Or maybe the day after I want to be more colorful. I want to be more expressive, colorful, happy, cheery, whatever. No, I think, <laughs> no, I, no. The, um, okay, the eras. Okay, we're coming back. No, not the eras. It's it's eras, but it's also personality. Yeah, every day. Because, I mean, I cannot, I for example, for me... It's not like I wake up wearing and I a wear blazer, anything. Wearing a blazer, 
I still haven't reached the moment where I could wear a suit or a blazer or a shirt mm-hmm. or uh, a tie. Like the, I, I hate ties. Yeah, but I mean, maybe I will reach this. I had, a, I have my father is somebody. He has beautiful suits and he's always wearing suit, and he's always in ties and leather shoes and. Uh, uh, and he looks good, but maybe you. Yeah, yeah, he's happy, and this is his style. But I mean, I still haven't reached this, uh, this era, and I don't know if I will ever reach it. Mm-hmm. Me, it's a black T-shirt and a pair of jeans or a pair of white shirt. And, and like and feeling comfortable and sexy, and, and that's all. it. Yeah. But you didn't have any, any like evolution because blue jeans, white shirt, Lana like Del Rey. Yeah. Thank you for that preference. But you don't have like any because for me every year, depending of my mood, I'm I'm thinking of my. Um, okay, for example, when I was living in Madrid, like uh, 2017, 18, I was in a very um, introspective moment. I was, I wasn't sad, but I wasn't happy. I was very like uh, disconnected to my own body and I felt like an alien. So I was like putting sometimes makeup and I dyed my hair like orange and I didn't look beautiful, handsome because I didn't like myself. So I was trying to be ugly to the world. Um, yes, for me, it was like a play. Why you didn't like yourself? What didn't you like in yourself? I wanted to look, I wanted to look uh, like different in an ugly way because I, I was afraid to embrace my own beauty maybe because I was afraid to uh, what was inside now I'm not afraid anymore but I'm back in the, mo- in the moment I, I felt afraid to see what was inside so my way to express myself to the world was like uh, yeah I'm gonna paint my eyebrows orange and also my hair I'm gonna I didn't like my teeth because it's broken this uh, sediente and also my nose. I mean, now I have a different perspe- perception. But back in the moment in Madrid, I felt like um, I felt like a weirdo, and I wanted to take. But maybe this. you're still a weirdo. Of course I am, and I now I am a proud weirdo. But exactly. In, in the moment, I felt like uh, I'm gonna make this idea of weirdo more exaggerated and ugly. Not ugly, but like uh, ugly, sexy. I feel like yeah, but I feel like an alien. Like if uh, I was reading Jacqueline Susan's book, um, the writer of Valley of the Dolls, I was reading her book, uh, Jargo. This is a, a love story between a human girl and an alien, and she falls in love with this like dictator from the this planet. And because I love this alien love story, I, I really feel like an alien, and I can remind myself taking selfies and putting some effects. And also like the colors and the perspective and everything because I felt like an alien. And I didn't but want for to me, you're you're an extremely expressive person. You're somebody who, on the contrary, on, on everything, you just you are somebody who embraces his difference. Now, and no, but even painting. I'm sorry, but who is painting their eyebrows in orange nowadays? Yeah. So you did the step. So it means you were embracing your self expression to the most. Mm-hmm. In and because you had the opportunity to embrace it you are now in a more quiet let's say between brackets quiet yeah uh, more let's say sober uh, more face yeah yeah but now every day like i have different clothes and different things i don't know a few days ago i was coming uh, i was going to a club with my friends and 
I felt like I needed something I in my look. I made something. I just paint my nails just for the night. I paint my nails when I came back from the party. I just removed the the, the polish from the nails because I needed something. Now, um, I have like I feel like I have more colors in my wardrobe. Not color, also like textures and ideas and different looks. So every day I can feel like more tight or I can feel more. I mean, for your physiognomy, you should wear. Um, Ancho. Yeah. Yeah. And what you're wearing tonight, I mean, I wish we can show it, but we cannot. But I love this style. I look sexy. Like, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sexy is self confidence. That's all. I feel more very simple. It's. Uh, you can be wearing uh, leather from head to toe or very show your body or whatever, and you will not, you will look ridiculous. And you can be wearing a t-shirt and a pair of jeans and look super sexy. And um, have you been always so confident, at least with your personal image? Do you never like... like uh... No, it's a, work in, it's, a, it's a work in progress. It's a, Sometimes we look nice, sometimes we look ugly, sometimes we love, sometimes we hate, sometimes... But you Sometimes also have like a very particular image, like with your bird and. Really I've I've been looking the same since the yeah. last twelve. Fifth, it's very yourself. Because yeah, I have pl- I have been playing with my bird, the no. colors and. No, no, it never moves. Uh huh. Yeah. I like. I that. love my beard and I don't like hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, hair on the head. Always hair in the body. <laughs> Please, yeah. no the village mas chicos. And also. Um, it's not only, I mean, self-expression is not only about fashion. I think it's also about body language and also the language, the words that you use in how you pronounce. I mean, of course, when you are just moving, you, you are not, um, I guess you are just doing yourself in a natural way. But like for a long time, I think I was not aware of my language, maybe how I was speaking. No, 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 this, you don't have to care about all of this. This is too much thinking. This is too much thinking. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Okay, no, no. You're, I, I think you're just thinking too much. Just whatever comes out, comes out. If you feel like talking, you talk. If you feel like swearing, you swear. If you don't feel... This is being you and being authentic. If I want to say fuck, if I want to say... Of course. Whatever you say... I always love... Because... But then it, of course, depends where you work what are your fields what are you doing in your life because it's all related mm-hmm. you know i am lucky enough to do a job that i am fully myself and that actually requires me to be even more myself mm-hmm. but then if i'm working i don't know in an oil company or in a bank or in a in a corporation no it's not boring it depends boring. on your each one of us has his own uh, road and career then yes there are some rules uh, that should be kind of you should meet halfway between yourself and the rules mm. and how was your immersion into Paris culture how changed I mean how I inspire you because I think from Beirut to Paris like the big city of the fashion and culture, art, inspiration. Because for you, Paris is like home. Beirut and Paris are home. And uh, Beirut is a city that is very quite inspired from Paris. Uh, Lebanese women are uh-huh. 
very well known for their sense of style and uh, elegance. And uh, so I grew up there. And in Paris, I mean, I became, I went there, I was 17 years old, so I became a man in Paris. I became the person I am today in Paris. What, how did Paris affect me? I don't know. I worked in the night scene. I worked in a, in a press uh, office. I worked in bars and clubs. I've, I've met uh, people from all over the world. I've met artists. I met boring people. I met fun people. I met drug addicts. I met... Uh, um, so this is, a, this, is a, this is Paris. Paris is where you meet everyone. It's a place where you can see so many different people people in the same place this is the rich, richness of Paris and also the beauty of the city for me in my eyes is the most beautiful city that I've ever been I mean I'm somebody who traveled quite a lot but I think Paris because it's home I'm not being very objective here but uh, it's one of it's my favorite city so the sense of aesthetic the 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 the, the cosmopolitan side um, the elegance the refinement and the trashiness of Paris are what made me who I am today. Why trashiness? Um, trash is not absolutely not negative. Trash is I um, love trashiness. Irony. <laughs> trash, trashiness. It's because once you're in the night scene, you can go low. No, <laughs> and I think You're life is very ironic. I mean, we need to also embrace this part of it. Like, as you said, you can be up, you can be down. Um, well, not maybe trashiness, maybe I love trashiness. The, the word is, um, yeah, Paris could be trashy. Yeah, we love it. Human experience, I mean, he, the human beings, we can be trashy, of course, but we also can be more than that. But we need to be aware and embrace this. Um, who would you consider like your fashion reference? Not, not like working, like, in, I don't know, in general, like uh, your style or how, who, who you are. I don't, even if it's your mom or your grandma, as you mentioned before, who inspired you to... There's a, the, it's actually, there's uh, nowadays there's an influencer uh, <laughs> um, on Instagram, her name, I don't like the word influencer, a lady that posts on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Her name is Auretta. I am addicted. I love her. Why? She is all over the place. She is over the top. She is conceptual. She is, she has style. She's just she 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 I don't know. She's beautiful. Mm -hmm. She's just simply beautiful. And ve aesthetics, aesthetics. Uh, her aesthetics. I love her aesthetics. Um, very inspiring but yeah but there's the side that I don't like about her is that it's very ostentatoire how do you say this in French in English it's like there's money behind so this is the downside of it of course when you have money you can make it look better but I mean but also I think without I mean it's yeah no no totally money doesn't have to do anything with style nor beauty nor aesthetics nor nothing you can be super fashionable and stylish and creative and creative and sell and beautiful with no money so mm -hmm. that's why this is the side that I don't like but you know um, 
I don't know. There are plenty of people, beautiful people everywhere in the street and the Even metro. Even not in fashion. Where do you find inspiration? Like art, music, sports, I don't know. People outside uh, just walking around. I think it's mostly people, just normal people. Like, well, uh -huh. normal people. People in general. People no. of your daily life. Yeah. They're inspiring. Yeah. When you go by your bread in the morning, um, when you go to the gym, when you go to the restaurant, to the airport, to have a cafe, to watch people, to go to the park, um, you just see real humans struggling with their daily lives mm -hmm. and trying to look like something. And then this something, um, you mix it up with, with your, with your, background with your past with your future with what you've seen with the music with the food and then then it comes something out of it but then again i don't create anything i just put things together i'm just somebody who builds you're like a guru 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 am i yeah i would say so yeah you're a person who can transmit like confidence or comfort and yeah and also you can inspire like I mean, I don't, I haven't seen you like working. I don't know how is your relationship to your clients, but I will say. That's how I speak to my clients. Usually she's like, oh my God, I have a dinner. What should I wear? I'm like, okay, what do you, what do you feel like? I don't know. I have no idea what to wear. And then we're like, okay. You take a black dress, you show her the black dress. Oh no, no, no this is too black. Then you show her flowers. Oh no, this is too much flowers. But do you try to understand how is their styles? Of course. Of course, because what I do is I show her stuff uh -huh. and then by elimination, we will reach her style. Mm -hmm. And then you can play. And then she knows what she wants. And then it goes. No, you're she, like she, a big support because everybody always needs like a support close to us. Yeah. To now, the, the, then there's another part of my job that needs to be reinvented, actually, is... The days, the times we live in mm -hmm. and the time we are spending on our image are not very, are not in check. You know, when you, we're not living in a, in, nice, in good times in the sense that with all what's happening from economically, politically, climate change, blah, 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 blah. People are becoming more, want to be, are becoming more aware and more responsible. Mm -hmm. And then comes the, the self-image part that used to be very much related to fashion. I mean, it's still fashion because at the end of the day, fashion is whatever. Whatever looks, whatever you look at, fashion, people are fashion, clothes are fashion, food is fashion. Um, but the, the, the relationship with luxury and clothing and etc. is changing. So the, my job is also has to be aware that self-expression is evolving and now we have to be less egoistas. That's what I want to reach. Today, my, my message is be yourself. And when I say be yourself is take the time to listen to yourself and I am still in the process and I think I will be forever in the process. It's easier said than done, but listen to yourself, 
love yourself, learn how to love yourself. And if you're not being able to love yourself, then I think it's not, it's totally okay to um, seek for assistance because it's very important. We are beautiful when we are loving ourselves and we are loved when, I mean, now it's going to be very cliche, but if you don't love yourself, who the fuck is going to love you? Whatever that lady said. Um, but also embrace your identity or a story. Maybe sometimes people is escaping and they want to be like, take your time, take your time. I yeah. mean, take your time to have your own identity. 20s, Explore. 30s, 40s. Be, try to have create your own identity. You are your own brand. I never feel um, mm. afraid to, I don't know, try something different, right? Maybe yeah. it's going to be like your thing. Maybe it's going to be like... Your I mean, nobody's going to die. The, the, when you try things, the maximum that could happen is failure. And failure is totally acceptable. And failure is just a mental state. There is... Of course, okay, they, they are failures, like they, they can be physical, but like... Uh, I mean, you could find it, you could look ugly. But <laughs> uh, you change your clothes. But then what is ugly? So... Turn ugliness into something... I but mean, there's no ugliness. Around. Even ugliness don't exist. I mean, for me, as long as you have personality... And personality comes when you are you have allowing yourself to express how you are inside and not trying to be the person who needs to fix into this role for the society or playing the same role that the influencer that you like in Instagram. Of course, you need to have some inspiration. And I think you need to open your eyes and your ears, but also you need uh, you have to open your own heart to yourself and see what is coming from you, what is your story, what is your identity. Yes, in the end, fashion of self-expression is a, a powerful tool to express who we are. And there is no rules, there is no restrictions. Creativity is in our minds, in, it's in your hands. And you just need to embrace it and look in yourself in the mirror and play. It's been a really honor to, to talk to you. Uh, thank you very much. I think it has been like a different perspective from previous episodes. Thank you very much for having me. And I hope, well, I hope nothing. We had a nice conversation. I hope Fuck our listeners will, will enjoy the conversation. <laughs> that's, uh, that's my wish. In this line of talking about the, the connection to the world and be more open, next week we're going to talk about drag queens, drag kings, drag in general as an art, of art form. And I hope you like this episode, the next one, and well, we will meet next week for another lovely conversation of Gloria Queer Stories. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Au revoir. Au revoir. Positive Libanese. Mastaleme. Mastaleme.